I think that AP Bio was a touch of a grower because I think it starts off like really, really kind of caustic. Okay. And then like it sort of smooths. Oh my God. Oh my God. Are you kidding me right now? Are you serious? I'm not doing anything. Right by the fucking. I know, the dollhouse. Holy shit, Rachel. That was a real ghost. That was a r- actual ghost that I, your light started flickering right behind the dollhouse. There's oh no gosh. other explanation for a, a light flickering like that. There is not a single explanation. No. Like if you tried to say to me, well, the light bulb's burning out. No, it's not. That is a ghost. <laughs> I can't even believe that ghost. Are you scared? Um, no, uh, the electricity is weird down here. That keeps happening with our Don't light bulbs. Don't give it. That's not. <laughs> nope. There's no, there's no way to explain it. It's an unexplainable phenomenon. Mm-hmm. I saw that light flicker about 10 times behind mm-hmm. you, right by the dollhouse, which means there might be a hole in that plastic. Got to wrap it up better. I didn't get any new plastic for Christmas. No glove, no love. Whatever it takes. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. Hi, Rachel. I'm um, Jim Messina. I'm, uh, I don't know if you know Jim Messina. I'm the songwriting part, the former songwriting partner of Kenny Loggins. And the reason I'm here today is because... I feel like later on, since the so- the name of this episode is a Kenny Loggins song, you're going to be speaking a lot about my former uh, songwriting partner, mm-hmm, Kenny Loggins. Mm-hmm. And I have uh, legal, it's a legal writ mm-hmm. uh, that I will get, if Kenny Loggins is spoken about, uh-huh. I get equal time. Jim Messina <laughs> was in Buffalo Springfield, and then I had a couple of albums where I wrote songs with Kenny Loggins, and then... County fairs, pretty much since yeah. then, you know, just kind of hanging it out, putting, strapping the old acoustic to my back, and even though we ain't got money, I'm so in love with your hoodie. See, I still got it. And Jim Messina. Lots of like corn dogs and Ferris wheels. Uh, I'm assuming. Oh, at the fair. Well. You're talking about the fairs? Mm-hmm. Oh God. Mm-hmm. You know what the thing about a carnival at a fair, mm-hmm. where I play so much of my music, is that they are um, terrifying. They're terrifying places because they just they throw them up. It's uh, mostly uh, populated by the people who work there are mostly drug addicts. Mm-hmm. And it's just an eerie place to work all the time. Mm-hmm. I've been I've been in, in and out of these places. It's an eerie life that I've lived. And I came up, I was in Buffalo Springfield, um, one of the, the 60s bands, you know, with mm-hmm. uh, Stop, Hey, What's That Sound? Mm-hmm. Everybody look what's going down. And then, and then Loggins and Messina. Your mama don't dance and your daddy don't rock and roll. <laughs> and then it was just kaput after that. And then mm-hmm. here I am. I've been, I'm doing all right. I've, I've had a, my fair share of hits, but I get to come on. It's a good thing. The, your podcast partner. What's his name again? Pat. I'm in his house. Mm, yeah. So it's a good thing. <laughs> Pat. It's a good thing. He looked this up because if he didn't look this up to find out that I have this equal time clause, we would have been in trouble. You guys, I would, you know what? I don't like to do it. Mm -hmm. I don't like to do it, but I would have had to sue you. Oh. For all you got. Thanks, I guess, for not doing that. Well, I can't do it now. You know, Mm -hmm. and there are times when I wish I could, Mm -hmm. because I'm, you know, 
the carnival circuit with COVID, I'm not able to play a lot of state fairs and stuff these days. So I it's see, like a little I bit, see. It's a little bit dicey. My days and nights with Molly Dodd have been a little dicey, I have to say. But you're a big <laughs> fan, Jim Messina, right? You must be starstruck to see me. I am not super familiar with your work. But I also am not oh, very right. familiar with Kenny Loggins' work either, so... Thank God. You know what? Fuck Kenny Loggins. He can oh, roast him on a spit, this fucking guy. You got a lot of feelings? Do you guy. want to tell me about him? Put, you, you can put an apple in his mouth and roast him on a spit, there. Uh, this fucking guy. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got to cut loose, foot loose. What a pandering, fucking hacky, fucking get this guy out of my sight, Kenny Loggins. You know what I'm saying? When we were together, when he was with me, Jim, James, Jim Messina, mm-hmm. We wrote beautiful songs about uh, uh, sons and your mama not dancing, so sons and moms, and of course Winnie the Pooh. Mm-hmm. We have that great mm-hmm. song about Winnie the Pooh. Oh yeah, the whole album and about Winnie the Pooh, not just one song. I think though that I'm pretty sure that the Winnie the Pooh song, the first one we did together, and then once we broke up, I think fucking Kenny went and made the whole album. Oh, about I'm sorry Pooh. for rubbing salt. This in the fucking wound. guy. You know what I'm saying? This guy comes in, he takes all my ideas. He takes all my ideas. What and here I am, Jim Messina, sitting around here getting bupkis out of the deal. So, you know, you'd like to think the guy I wouldn't be bitter. You'd probably think, oh, maybe Jim Messina comes on and he'd surprise us and he'll be like a happy-go-lucky kind of a guy, like maybe doing shadow puppets and stuff. But the, the world is a cruel place. And so is Jim Messina. So if you fucking talk about Kenny Loggins on your podcast and you don't give me equal time, now I know what you're thinking. <laughs> this doesn't seem to, you're thinking, this can't, doesn't really seem to work because Kenny Loggins is not going to be on the podcast. It's true. Right? So if you really just have to talk about Jim Messina as much as you talk about Kenny Loggins. Yeah. And that's true. And that's true. But I got nothing else going on and we're all zooming now. So, you know. It's true. Funny thing, I'm a big fan of your podcast, though. <laughs> yeah, tell me more. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the pot of your show. I love it. I love all of your shows, all of your episodes. My favorite episode is the episode about um, uh, Manic Monday, the show, the song mm-hmm. Manic, the show, the episode Manic Monday, which is a bangle song. Hey, what's your favorite bangle song? I think I already talked about this on the show. I don't know that we did. I don't think there was an episode <laughs> called Panic Monday. Um, just proving. <clears throat> I don't know what we're proving. But yeah. So if you have any questions for me, I'd be happy to answer them. Um, I do, actually. Oh, my goodness. I'm so I happy. I do. Are you ready this. for You're it? You can ask me about the state food from New Jersey. Yeah, that's what I, I was going to ask. <laughs> I don't know it. I'm not even mad about it. I'm not mad about the question. I'm, that's a good question. I can tell question. you've been I, listening, though, because you knew I was going to ask. I should have found it out. Are you a big Bon Jovi fan? You know, I'm not mad at them Mm -hmm. by any stretch of the imagination. Mm -hmm. I like some of the stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm not a big, like, and you know this if you listen to any of my music. I'm not a big into, like, rock music. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm a soft rock guy. You know, they say I, Kenny and I, the f- grandfathers or the godfathers of yacht rock. Oh, you know that? Yeah, grandfather of yacht rock. That implies you're very old. Oh, very old. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm 103. <laughs> really? The grandfather of yacht rock. Do you own a yacht? 
I mean, I did back when we were fucking killing it, but of course I had to sell it. I can't, mm-hmm. you know, what, did, what did you like to listen to on your yacht? Petula Clark. Down, down, everything's great. You know that one? Mm-hmm. When you're down, down. I love Petula Clark. Mm-hmm. That That's a great song. Songs. Just played on a loop in in the speaker. I had that speaker that was like on the pole yeah. on the yacht. Why would you ever go I, uptown if you got that song? Never. I would never. I would Forget all your downtown. troubles and your cares. Yeah. Which is great. Because I don't I have I now have a lot of them. Mm-hmm. I got this apartment I can't even barely afford. Oh, I'm sorry. I got Did a couple of you sell your yacht, I guess? I sold it. Mm-hmm. In the 90s. The 90s were a rough time for Jim. Old Jim Messina. And you got a couple of cats, you said? Mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. <laughs> They're named after Scrooge McDuck's nephews. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I, I knew who they were named after. I figured as much. <laughs> Here's my question. Mm-hmm. So Scrooge McDuck Mm -hmm. is Scrooge in Mickey's Christmas Carol. Yes. Is that when he was created or had he already been created? And then they were just like, oh, let's do Scrooge McDuck and Mickey's Christmas Carol since he's already Scrooge McDuck. That's a good question. Because Mickey's Christmas Carol is like not as old as you think. It's like from the 80s. This is still Jim Messina, by the way. Is that a VHS of Mickey's Christmas Carol right next to you? Oh, my goodness, Rachel. Not just that. It oh. has the Donald cartoon at the Hold beginning. On. Do you remember the Donald cartoon that was at the beginning of it? Hold that up again. Okay. Hold that up for me, will you? Mm-hmm. Jim Messina. I'm taking a picture of me, Jim Messina, with Rachel holding up Mickey's Christmas Carol, the VHS. I'm going to get close in there. Even though I can get this. got money. I got it closer um i do i remember the, the cartoon that had chippendale in the tree and pluto was like chasing him this is one with like donald in the snow and he's like on fire and in the snow and he's got this giant coat on and i don't remember the rest of it but the three snow. little ones are there huey dewey and Louie. Yeah. my cats are named after that I guess that's more who they are. They're Donald's nephews. Yes, yes, that's what I think of Donald them as. the Duck. It's uh this one, if you remember. Does that look mm, familiar? Rachel's showing me a picture, Jim Messina, of it on her iPhone. Mm-hmm. I don't think I remember it up top of my hand right now. Yeah, you know I haven't been. Sp- like, I haven't had a lot of good. He throws a lot of snowballs. He gets like a mm. mouse trap caught on his nose. Oh no! It's I haven't had a lot of good Christmases lately, so I haven't been watching. A lot of, I watch a lot of the sad Christmas movies, like um, he has this giant jacket. <laughs> it looks very Rachel's warm. Just gonna <laughs> cycle through showing. She's got fucking the legendary Jim Messina on her podcast. Just she's showing, showing you pictures of Donald Duck. Instagram pictures of Donald Duck in a coat. For Christ's sake, you could ask me about your mama don't dance and your daddy don't rock and roll. And when you had on the date, I don't mean, you bring a home? My question was really about city. if you knew what the state food of New Jersey is. Like, I are you from New Jersey? Or are you from somewhere else? <laughs> no, I don't fucking Montana. I <laughs> no. think. Okay, what's the state food of Montana? Churros. Hmm. I like a churro. So there you go, Jim Messina. Find mm-hmm. me on PayPal, will you, everybody? Mm-hmm. I need it. I got a lot of funds. I got a lot of things. I'm trying to keep these cats alive for heaven's sakes. And uh, it's rough. Kenny Loggins. Listen, here's the thing. All these groups 
doing these tours and they're playing their albums front to back. And I try to call Kenny and say, man, throw me a bone. Let's play the first album front to back. That'll sell out at least Radio City Music Hall's smaller cousin mm-hmm. down the block, you know? Mm-hmm. Don't you think people go wild for, wouldn't you go wild if you opened up your newspaper and you saw one night only Loggins and Messina back together? It's like Simon and Garfunkel for heaven's sakes. I mean, I don't know if I would go to see Kenny Loggins on his own, so. Exactly. That's the whole point, Rachel. I'd only go with you together. Yeah, no, I don't really like the songs anyway. Fucking point. You don't even know. You don't like. Even though we ain't got money, I'm so in love with you, honey, mm-hmm. and everything with dreads and chains of love. <laughs> Not really, no, I can't say I do. And when I bring a tears of joy to my eye, you're crazy. Y'all fucking crazy. Guns and Roses, I bet you didn't think I'd pull that up. <laughs> I didn't think you would, no. I love Guns and Roses. Despite me saying I didn't like rock and roll music earlier. Oh. You know, I'm not getting anything from you, so I'm getting the fuck out of here. Okay. Call, go to my PayPal. Uh, Jim Messina at PayPal.com. Throw me a hundred bucks and I'll go. I got Cameo. Oh, okay. Okay. What are you mm-hmm. doing, Cameo? I'll sing any song you want in my style. Oh. So you want me Will to you sing, sing Downtown Sasquatch? Oh, 100%. 100%. Uh, Would I have to pay you for that? You don't know what you've been. I can't remember. To how you feel. That one. I Mm -hmm, know it. mm -hmm. I'll sing Olivia Rodrigo if you want. Ah, it's brutal out here. (laughs) I'll do that. (laughs) I'll do anything you want. What song you want to hear me sing? Jim Messina. I'll do it. Any song. I guess I just did Downtown Sasquatch. You did. That's what I wanted to hear. So For being blind to how you feel. I'll do Ashley. Mm Mm-hmm. You're good, but you don't know it. <laughs> we do studs. Oh, God, of course. I got to sing it in my style, though. Okay, so, okay. Uh, twice the gifts, twice the gifts, shared custody, shared custody. It's like a soft rock kind of <laughs> Someone gently gotcha. playing it on an acoustic guitar on the I boat. I gotcha. Jim Messina <laughs> came here and he got you. It took a little, it took 10 mm-hmm. full minutes before you broke, but he finally Does this mean that we have it. to talk about Kenny Loggins for 10 minutes? Is that how this works? <laughs> Equal time, baby. No, he doesn't care. Oh, okay, okay. He doesn't care. You just need to make sure you're getting at least that amount of time for you. I need to get at least the same amount of time. So talk about him for an extra 30 seconds Then you talked about me. Mm-hmm. And then I'll sue you. So I hope you got the timestamps. PayPal me, Jim Bessina at PayPal. hundred bucks. I'll go to Cameo. I'll sing Olivia Rodrigo for you. <laughs> I can't even parallel park. <laughs> I'm out of here. Bye. Wow, Rach, I'm sorry about that one. I had to do it. That was a rough I no one, choice. yeah. I had no choice. I told you going in. I said even before yeah. we started, I said, I don't think he's going to be He seems very too... bitter. He's pissed off. I get it. Let's say the podcast uh, stopped, mm-hmm. you left, and mm-hmm. you became a big podcast star mm-hmm. somewhere else. I'd be fucking bitter about it. That's true. That's true. And it's equal time. 
you didn't take my calls anymore. I tried to mm-hmm. put, I called you up. I said, let's do a tour. Let's do a deep tour. Oh my tour. God. You are not watching. Don't monkeys love it. You're not watching this real world Los Angeles reunion. But let me tell you, there's a lot of that going on. Like what? They're mad because someone got more famous than Beth them? S is mad because Tammy isn't returning her Instagram DMs. Beth Stolarchik. Yeah. She gets worse with each she gets worse with worse with each episode. I feel like you're the only person who's watching this no. real world. <laughs> like, I don't pretty think sure I never, am. Pretty sure I am. Nobody talks about them. I'm like but, watching it when I go to bed and then I'll fall asleep during an episode. And then the next day I'm like, do I want to rewind and watch it again? And then I do and that and then do. I fall asleep again. <laughs> you always do. Taking me a while. How you doing there, my friend? How you doing, Rach? I'm okay. I'm okay. Ooh, that was a. I no, I mean work has been really, really rough lately, um, and I hate it, and I don't want to do it. But otherwise, like things are good. I mean, and they're not job. actually. It's there's a huge surge of Omicron, and I don't want to do anything because I'm afraid of going out places. Have you gotten COVID yet? No, I haven't. No, me neither. I know. I'm like, how how much longer can I hold out? This is like. <laughs> Hunger Games. Oh, I'm a, I'm a, I feel like I'm on borrowed time because I have a kid in school. I feel like I'm getting yeah, it. Yeah. I'm getting it. My mom's then. a nurse, so I'm not sure how much longer I've got either. But I'll also tell you this because I'm an irresponsible person. Mm. I'm not really an irresponsible person. I've been very responsible, I think, mm-hmm. about this. But as long as I stay COVID free for the next four days, this is recording this on Monday or five days. I'm going to fucking see Scream 5 in the movie theater this weekend. I'm going to go yeah. with my wife. My wife is also going to go. Yeah. I can't not go see Scream 5 or just. Or well, as you can wear masks Scream. for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I will. And I'll mm-hmm. totally will do that. And I and it's vaccine. You got to be vaccinated to get in. But again, like, that doesn't really ma- matter, obviously. This no. is getting everybody. So Yeah, we're all going to get it at some point. I just was <laughs> hoping that this surge would die down by now. And it's not. So it's kind of like, oh. How much it seems like it will be. I think it will be. When are we hit going to crest and go downhill? When is like we get Falcon the top crest? of the get to the top of the roller coaster and you feel it's it's like just starting to release and go down? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Could be next week. Could be in a month. Yeah. Could be two months, three months, four months, five months, six months. Could yeah. I don't think it's going to be that long. Yeah. Do you think January 2023 is going to be good? No. Okay. I don't think any time is ever going to be good again. Okay. <laughs> good to hear. Good to hear. Let's have it, uh, having a conversation, having a conversation with a mutual friend of ours the other day, um, Kindle. And she was saying sure. about how there's all the, you know, the real, uh, depressing articles that are coming out about how like this is the end of democracy in America. And yep, she was like, a, she was saying true. to me and our other friend, Jessica, that she should, uh, that she was like, it, it's like kind of hitting in the back of her mind of like, we should move to another country and we should have already done that by now. And Jessica and I were both like, what other country? <laughs> no one else is doing a great job. Everyone is like, there's, there's wild nutty people in every country doing yeah. really terrible things. So the yeah. experiment's over. Yeah, we're done. The human experiment. This is, is over. why all those rich people are trying to go to the moon. Right. Yeah. They don't want to do it anymore. I don't blame them. Now I kind of get it. 
the human experiment is coming to an end, and here's the news: the bad guys won. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's oh, well. that's it. Well, we're not here to talk about the bad guys no. winning or <laughs> the human experiment. Just gonna or, ignore that. <laughs> Keep going. Or uh, what? <laughs> no, no, I have nothing more to say. Keep oh, going. Okay. Uh, what else are we not here to talk about? Stewards uh, and boots and. I mean, nudes. we still have to talk about Kenny Loggins, but we're not here to talk about Jim Messina anymore. That's for sure. He was a great guest, I thought. Um, what we are here to talk about is Degrassi, the next generation, more specifically Degrassi, the next generation, episode 818. This is the fucking season finale. Lots of stuff happens. This is a good episode, mm-hmm. but season finale did not feel like, I don't think, but well, we'll get to it. Season finale, except for the movie, which is technically yeah, part but, of the season. But the movie doesn't count, right? No, it does. It's like in the things as the as episodes that are part of the season. Now it is, though, but I don't think when it was released, how did it get released? I don't know. I feel I like think... it got released as episodes, but. No, I think it got released as a movie first. Let's don't see. look it up now. We'll figure it out later. Don't look it up because you're <laughs> going to get distracted and I got to do this whole shit. Okay. Look okay. it up later. 818 is the 18th episode of the eighth season of Degrassi season finale. Uh, but because of all the two, oh, it's the 161st episode, but because of all the two parters, it's really the 131st. Also a season, a non two part season finale, which is yeah. a one part. Yeah. Because there's a yeah. four part movie coming up. I know, but it's just, I think it, I remember watching it as just the movie. Yeah, it probably was. It's called Danger Zone, Highway to the Danger Zone, sung by Kenny Loggins, who we've already heard a lot about, so I don't know how much time we have to spend on him, and we better not spend any more time on him than we did Jim Messina. Yeah. Rachel, what song from an 80s movie is your favorite Kenny Loggins song? Is it Footloose? Is it I'm Alright? Or is it Highway to the... It's probably Highway to the Danger Zone. I hate Footloose. I probably talked about that before on the podcast. Like, why would people not be allowed to dance? It just doesn't make any sense to me. It's a stupid premise for a stupid, stupid movie. See, I feel like that's not. I feel like that's 100% a thing that could be real. I mean, it could be real, but it's also stupid. There's some bars you can't dance It's like how I feel about musicals. It's like, why are they singing? I don't understand. You can just tell me. I know. Highway to the Danger Zone, the Top Gun song. Is that even a Top Gun song? I think it is. I think it's the Top Gun song, isn't it? Danger Zone. What was my third option? What movie? Any Kenny Loggins song you could pick. Yeah, yeah. But But what was my third movie option? (laughs) I'm all right. Oh, yeah. Don't nobody worry about me from Caddyshack. I'm gonna give it away. I'm gonna go with Danger Zone. Let me be. I did remember the Pooh Corner album. Yeah. I don't return, remember liking it at all. To, that's Return, return to, to Pooh Poo Corner. Corner. Cuz the original one is just like down by Pooh Corner or some shit. These motherfuckers wrote a Winnie the Pooh song like untethered to the fucking canon of Winnie the Pooh. That's mm-hmm. weird. That's fucking I mean, weird. isn't it? Grown I guess adults. Is, is it out of copyright? Was that why they were allowed to do that? Well, I don't think that I think like if I wanted to write if I was in a band and I wanted to like write a song about fucking characters like Led Mickey Zeppelin. Mouse I think it might be a issue no like Led Zeppelin wrote a million songs about the fucking Lord of the Rings characters you can like do that I don't think mm-hmm. that's against the law you're not as long as you're not like taking defaming the, them or like taking the actual stuff you can mm-hmm. like write a song about something um I think that's fine <clears throat> you can like say names of things in songs mm-hmm. 
Patriscal copyright lawyer. DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince had a great song, Nightmare on My Street, which True. is the Nightmare True. on Elm Street movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate Kenny Loggins because I hate Yacht Rock. I don't fucking care. I never even seen Footloose that movie. It's funny. I never really thought of Kenny Loggins as Yacht Rock because I only think about like a couple of movie songs. And so I don't really think about anything else he ever did. You know what Kenny Loggins fucking wrote? One of the what? most quintessential Yacht Rock songs of all time. What a fool believes about Madonna. Yeah, that is a terrible song. I didn't know he wrote that song. I only found it out today when I was looking at Kenny yeah. Loggins stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'd never even seen the movie Footloose. I think I might have seen it when I was like very young, but like I have never like seen I've it. I've never seen the movie Top Gun. I have never seen the movie Top Gun either. Oh, we should watch that one sometime for a Hot, Patreon episode. Give me five. I don't want to see it. I have no interest <laughs> in it. I love, I see, a, I'm a movie, I'm a cinephile. Yeah, yeah, sake. that's impressive to me. I've seen Footloose once Shack, and I didn't like it. Yeah, now you gotta cut loose, a foot loose. <laughs> Kick off your Sunday shoes. Cheese Louise. Does he say Jeez Louise? He does, right? Yeah, I think he says Jeez, not Cheese. No, I said G's. It sounded like cheese, Louise. No, G's, the first time. G's. I said G's, Louise. Mm-hmm. Um, that song sucks. Highway to the Danger Zone sucks. I'm going to pick the Caddyshack song. Oh, actually, to be fair, Loggins and Messina, Danny's song is a great song, and I love it. And I've sang it, well, Christmas, Jim Messina sang it 50,000 times already. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Chris Messina, the actor, is related to, is he I Jim I was Messina's thinking of son? that. When you said Jim Messina, that's who I thought you meant at first. I was like, Chris Messina. Is he, is he Jim Messina's son? <laughs> uh, Danny's song Nephew. by Loggins and Messina is not only a great song, but it also has, is the inspiration behind one of my most favorite SNL sketches of all time, mm-hmm. which is, it was a, a very late in the, episode sketch and it was a forte sketch through and through mm-hmm. where it's like forte sudeikis and like two other guys and they're at a bar and one of them puts danny's song on mm-hmm. and the verses play low while they're talking about things mm-hmm. and then they like end up being like and that's why they like tell a story and then he's like and that's why i had to kill my son and then it's like and even though we ain't got money and they all sing I the think chorus i saw that sketch yeah i remember that one <laughs> so funny beautiful i love mm-hmm. it so much so but this isn't loggins and messina it's Mm-mm. just kenny loggins so okay i'll pick that caddyshack song i also fucking hate caddyshack so yeah i don't like caddyshack either what are we gonna do he wasn't the 80s uh, theme song writer of our dreams. He had a bunch of hits, though. The, uh, mm-hmm. Those are hits. Oh, yeah. New Kids mind. on the... Do you know that the ver- there's a version of uh, that song where it goes, Kenny Loggins had a lot of hits. Chinese food makes me sick. <laughs> but I'm still here for the girls <laughs> of the summer from the summer. <laughs> At least one of those guys is dead now. From LFO, really? Yeah. Which one? Which light funky one is dead? At least one of them. I think actually two of them might be dead. Which one of the light funky ones has perished (laughs) off this mortal coil? Light funky ones. That's what it stood for. I know, I know. New kids on the block had a bunch of hits. Chinese food makes me sick. Fuck you. Chinese food's delicious. Two of them did. Only Brad Fischetti is still alive. What? Rich Cronin died in 2010. And Devin Lima died in 2018. So only one, I don't know if he's L, F, or O, 
but only you one know is still alive. What's a bummer to me is who, who de- 2018 Devin who died? Uh, Devin Lima. If only it could have been Devin Nunez, you know? I yeah. wish he died in 2018 instead know, of Devin right? Lima. Um, Rich Cronin had had leukemia and died. Oh, that's a stem sad, cell Rachel. Come I know. On. I'm just here to tell you sad things. How did Devin Nunez die? At least he, Devin Nunez isn't working in the government anymore. <laughs> Cancer. Oh, he was 41. Come on. This is awful. Yeah. You shouldn't be laughing at any of this. It's horrible. No, it's get terrible. to LFO. <laughs> I know, but you were the one who brought up LFO, so I was like, wait, those guys are dead. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. I wouldn't have brought them up had I known such of the sad history that befell, or the sad fates that befell two of the members of the light funky ones. We could give them a moment of silence. Okay. Fair. That seems good. Mm-hmm. That seemed good. That was nice of us. Yeah. <laughs> It's sad when people die young. It's sad when people die when they're old and they're awesome. Yeah. It's less sad when people die and they're assholes. Yeah, if Devin Nunez was dead, I'd fucking throw a party. Mm-hmm. Um, Richard Robert Durst died today. Hella fucking Lillian. He did? Oh, I didn't yeah. even see that. Yeah, I haven't yeah, listened yeah, to the yeah. news all day. It's been busy. You know, a lot of great people died. Betty White, Peter Bogdanovich, um, and then Sydney Pontier. What a what a what a and Bob Saget. I hope they're all hanging. Oh, and Bob Saget. Yeah, right. Bob Saget's younger than my mother. Yeah. People die at all ages. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, and of like no reason too. Yeah, like yeah. like ten year olds die for no reason. It's just ten, it's horrible. Uh, often. 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 Some of them die for I mean it's not all for no reason. Some no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Assholes, but I mean you know? it's <laughs> But you know, like like Betty White dies of old age. It's like okay, I don't need a reason for that. But you're like, wait, why did this ten year old die? Betty White, Peter Bogdanovich, Sidney Poitier—they lived great, mm-hmm. fruitful, phenomenally like alive lives. That's what you want. That's what yeah. you wish for in your life. Bob Saget too. He didn't get as obviously as much time as the other ones, no. but he lived a hell of a life. I'd kill to have Bob Saget's life. Give me his 65 years. I'll take him. Wow. wow. Robert what Durst a... was only 78. He looks so much older than that. I'm a little bummed that he died just because I wanted him to like rot in prison for a while. Yeah. You know, it sucks that it took I feel so that way fucking about long Harvey to Weinstein too. Harvey Weinstein. Did he die? No, but you know, oh, he right. does. He lo- doesn't look well. Yeah, he'll probably die. But on that happy note, Spinner got shot. What the fuck? Are you now Spinner got shot? I kind of like, I didn't know this was coming, but I knew it was coming at the same time, if that makes sense. Like I wasn't. I had no idea. I think I figured it out from like the little screenshot thumbnail on YouTube that like, Uh, I was like, hmm, they're going to get held up at the dot and it's going to be Patrick from Schitt's Creek. And, but I don't know. I didn't realize that Spinner was going to get shot. Now him and Jimmy have so much in common. Now they've, the two Degrassi people have been shot. I know. I wonder if Jimmy won't come back though for that. (laughs) Um, yeah, Spinner gets shot. Patrick from Schitt's Creek was good in this episode. He was, he was like so wiry great. and scary. Yeah. It's hard to like not see also, the lovely they Patrick. They literally never say his name. <laughs> like, so the he character? is just Patrick from Schitt's Creek. Yeah, Holly J's like, oh, I know that guy from Lakehurst. Like, right. he's, he's uh, a tweaker. 
He's a deadbeat is what she called him. Yeah. Deadbeat. Yeah. So we're getting ahead of ourselves. We got an A story to attend to. They almost tried to squeeze in a C story here, but I'm not going to take the bait for that. C. No, it's just, I love you, Mia. Mama Mia. That's not a story. And playing rock band. I love how, how let's just burn it. I love how Peter Mia was like, I just can't like, what would have happened if Darcy stayed? Well, he'd still fucking be with her. That's yeah. not how life works, you fucking dum no. dum. Like that's that's like you the world. literally got together with your boyfriend when he was sad about his girlfriend going yeah. to Africa. He'd probably still be together with her, or he wouldn't be. You don't know mm-hmm. what would have happened if Darcy stayed here. It it doesn't fucking matter. She didn't stay here. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, they're so moved by Spinner's body being drugged from the dot on a gurney that they. Uh, admit their love for one another and they kiss yes. a pretty good kiss i'd have to say yeah it was pretty good it was pretty good um, um so our a story is dealing with a lot i gotta say spinner god bless you man oh love he's good love i love spinner and everybody everybody loves spinner mm-hmm. yeah i mean i'd watch that show. show i mean that that show is degrassi but <laughs> wouldn't a fun show be if like um Spinner married like a Darcy, uh, Jane and Holly J, and they had like a sister wives sister wives kind of situation. (laughs) Big love. Oh, I feel like they'd all be like in each other's houses and bickering the whole time. Big love. Did you ever watch Mm -hmm. Big Love? It was so. I watched. I watched some of it. I I tailed off at some point. Marjane. That's all I remember. Um. So we open with fucking Blue Cantrell. If you really want to get buck wild. I've been listening to that song. That song. <laughs> I have not listened to it once since last that, week. You really got to listen have. to it. That uh-huh. fucking, I texted it to you yesterday. Mm-hmm. That song. If you man want to get buck wild, then go back and hit him up. That is one of the great, great, great songs of that era, of that genre. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Oops. Ugh. <laughs> blue cantrell one of the great singers mm-hmm. so it opens with blue asking holly J to go to the black and white dance with him mm-hmm. with but using some kind of like video art right what do you call that you're into this <laughs> <laughs> don't know if it has a name <laughs> he's got like a slideshow and music going and he's yeah. like playing like uh oh god it's it like text comes up and says who to ask. Yeah. And then there's a picture of like Holly J that he drew. Yeah. It's so dumb. I don't know. And and then there's like a silhouette on the screen of a hand and he takes his real hand and puts it up and like (laughs) holds the hand of the screen silhouette hand. And I was, that was the end of blue for me. That that moment, that, that's why I think he's not on the show anymore. Cause then, yeah, just for that. I also, I loved how the art teacher was like, how utilitarian of you. <laughs> she wants to, come on, let's be honest. <laughs> she wants, she wants to a teacher blue. <laughs> remember a teacher that show Yeah, I watched? do. I remember a teacher. <laughs> that was also during the pandemic. It's yeah. Yeah. So no, long. Oh my God. Um, so, but Holly J says no. Holly J yeah. says that she can't go to the dance because she has to work. Oh, no. Does she, yeah, she says she has to work. She tells him she has to work. And then Shantae comes up. And let's just oh, give Shantae. like five minutes for Shantae's beret. 
I have a coworker who went to Spain recently. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want to hear about your trip. Tell us about your trip. And she's like, okay, I have to start off with saying like, I really hated berets before I went to Spain. <laughs> And mm-hmm. then I got one and I couldn't stop wearing it. And mm-hmm. I was like, are you going to start wearing it around New York? And she was like, I don't know if I can own that again. <laughs> Who can turn the world on with her smile? But, oh my God, Shantae comes out with this beret on just owning it and looking amazing. If we were still doing MVOs, like Shantae's beret would win hands down. It, it, the amount of time Shantae gets in every episode almost always excludes her from Mm -hmm. the conversation for MVD. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, MVD every week. But let me tell you something. I can't wait for fucking superlatives this year. Oh, yes. It's going to be This character is so great. Everything, she's just so, I say it all the time, perfectly Mm -hmm. realized. She does one thing. And in Mm -hmm. a lot of ways, that's bad because she's Mm one-dimensional. But on this show... It's kind of works. It like. works because if you can do one, if they just hone in on this thing for you, I'm interested to see when, when, and if she does get a little bit more time. I feel like I'm. We're just gonna love her, but I mm-hmm. fucking love this character so much. Mm-hmm. So she tells, she tells Sante something else. Yes, she says that she has feelings for another guy. And yeah. so then I was like, wait, who is she lying to? Is she lying to Shantae or is she lying to Blue? I did not see this coming. I'm gonna say. I was like, saw it coming and I was like, wait, is this real? Like, I didn't expect it. And then she said it and I was like, I'm not surprised, but also like this, I felt like this kind of came out of nowhere. I think it came, well, I mean, it's not not unbelievable, like at all, but there's something about it where I'm like, oh, I feel like they were not leading to this. Well, but they definitely have been cultivating a friendship. Now, it's... in real life, that would just be a fucking friendship. But yeah. on this show, no question, no question is going to turn into like a being attracted to somebody thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I was surprised by it. I was surprised by it, but I mm-hmm. buy it. I also believe it. She is going through a big transition in her life. Yes. And he is a very like nice. He's also like forgiven her for doing shitty things. Yeah. He says like, I, someone can see through all of like the bullshit to see how kind of mm-hmm, cool you are. Mm-hmm. And he always just calls her Jay. Yeah. Which I think is interesting. I'm like, when did that nickname come mm, around? Yeah. Jay like could is... be Jane. It could be Jimmy. Ooh, it could be Jimmer. His, all of his closest people are Jays. <laughs> Gemma and Janny and Jay, the actual Jay. Oh, Jay is his best friend. <laughs> Jimmy is his other best friend. Jane is his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. He's got a thing for Jays. Mm-hmm. What was his sister's name? There goes the dreams we used to say. There goes the time we spent away. Kendra. But he cheated on me, and that's for that now. If your man want to get buck wild, just go back and hit him. The best thing that Blue, the character from Degrassi the Next Generation, has done is put me back in touch with hit him up style. Oops by Blue Cantrell. <laughs> Which I can't say that many Degrassi characters have done something so important to me over, over the long haul. True, true. <clears throat> so Holly J is at the dot and she just starts working because she's kind of like hanging out with Spin. And I'm like, does she like Spin? Is that really it? Like, Had she said no it yet? Person. No, right? No, no. But that's what made me think, wait, is that the other guy? Well, she is also like really looks at guy? him lovingly at one point. Yes, yeah. 
But poor Holly J. I I can't believe I just said those words. Poor Holly J has had a rough year, like, but a rough year in like a very privileged way. Remember when she was got bullied by Allie and was like, I'm never coming back to the school. And then in the next scene was back at the school. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she has had a rough year. She's been come from a place of privilege for so long, and now she's like has to work at the dot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who Spinner owns the dot? I'm assu- I'm I'm just convinced of this. It's weird because we never see an owner, but also like when Spinner can't buy the dot, like what with what money? No, he definitely doesn't own it, but he fucking owns. Like he should just. He own owns it. it, you know. Yeah, they don't have enough money to pay for a man, uh, an owner of the dot. I guess not. Yeah. Oh, the, the show? Yeah, no. Yeah. They don't have another $20 to spend on someone coming in and saying, Spinner, what are you doing? Yeah. It's also Miss Kwan. <laughs> Just give her the Spinner, same $20. Make sure you clean it under the tables. It's, <laughs> Mar- it's Marco's Mr. Dad. Del Rossi. He went, got out of the printing business and got into the dot owning business. I'm making all of these posters and now I own the store. I got a lot of things in here. I like it to make a lot of food and the pizza. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they're, they're, they're working together. She doesn't have a shift, but she's still there. And then Patrick from Schitt's Creek comes in and he's like, I want a burger. And she's like, we're closed. And Spinner's like, it's all right. I'm going to make him a burger. And then all mm-hmm. hell breaks loose and he pulls out a gun for heaven's sakes. Mm-hmm. And he's tries and to And then he wants all their money. He just wanted a burger at first and now he wants all their money. I think he wanted their money the whole time. I think he was going to, he was feigning the. I think the burgers oh. are rude. Well, I mean, like that seems like a lot of work. Just ask for a coffee or something or a Coke. Well, maybe he wanted the burger and then was good. Maybe he's like, I need to put something in my stomach because I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. And then I'll rob them. Mm-hmm. And also not pay for my burgers. That's two crimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, all I can think is that Lakehurst really is the evil school. <laughs> but Lakehurst isn't even a school anymore. Yeah, but this was a deadbeat from Lakehurst. But why isn't he in Degrassi now is my question. Did he grow yeah, up? good question. Maybe he's out of school. Yeah, he has a straight up gun. Mm-hmm. And um, this is all pretty good. I thought it, it's like um, he's holding them hostage. Blue and then Blue comes. Yeah. yeah, Blue Cantrell comes, and he's like Holly J, and she's trying to get rid of him. And he's got all these feelings. He's got so many big feelings. And she writes yeah. gun in the window with her finger on like the frost on the window. Uh-huh. And she tries to get him to look at it. And he's like, if that's the way you feel, I guess I'll never speak to you again. Yeah. But she manages to get him to look at it. It was hard to get him to look at it. He was, oh, she was God, so f- it was so fucking hard to get him to look at it. Well, he was so <laughs> focused on her tight ponytail. He just loves staring at that <laughs> tight ponytail. It's a tight ass ponytail she's got. Good for it her. Is, it is. That's not easy to do. That I'd imagine. There's none of these yeah. things happening. Which, if, if the broomheads don't know, I'm talking about the hairs, the that, baby hairs that sh- show up in the front of the head when you mm-hmm, got a pony. Mm-hmm. She, she, she she might. Uh, you can you can hairspray those down. She must. She's got a great ponytail. Mm-hmm. Charlotte yeah, Arnold. Ponytail. Right. Mm-hmm. Charlotte Arnold. Charlotte Arnold, Charlotte Ponytail's got to go in the Degrassi Hall of Fame, I think. <laughs> oh, we got to do the Degrassi Hall of Fame at some point. Ooh. We should come up with like rules and regulations. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. everybody can get in. We have like a voting mm-hmm. thing every year. Oh, mm-hmm. Rach. We got like to do the de- first ever Degrassi Hall of Fame episode. Mm-hmm. <gasps> 
Mm-hmm. That's a great idea. It is. It is. If everybody else gasped, if you at home were listening and thought, that is a great idea, the Degrassi Hall of Fame. Well, go to www.patreon.com slash team if you want to hear it, because we're mm-hmm. going to do mm-hmm. the Degrassi Hall of Fame on that That's shit. definitely going to be a Patreon bonus episode. Um, And Charlotte Arnold's ponytail is not going to get in first. I don't know if it's first ballot. I mean, is it only people or like their oh, hair? Oh, hell no. Like- <laughs> hell no. It's all things. We'll have a all couple of things. It's the all dolphin things. pants. It's the 100%. It's the dolphin pants. It's fucking, um, what was the guy, uh, the cyber guy f- who found Darcy? What was his name? Oh, Adams it, Peters. Adams Peters. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a pot. Not that he's definitely in, but mm-hmm. he's like a nomination. I'd say Jimmy's Cold House is a nominee. Oh my gosh, yes, yes. You know, what we'll do. I, the oh, sock on the door. Uh, absolutely the sock <laughs> on the door. Although the sock on the door is more of a deep thing yeah, than yeah. an actual Degrassi mm-hmm. thing. I think what we do is I pick 10 things, you pick 10 things. People think, like Manny, you got to put Manny mm-hmm. on the first ballot mm-hmm. Hall of Famer mm-hmm. page, probably. And then we vote. We've, oh God, offline this because we can vote. We can have the patrons vote. This is the Degrassi Hall of Fame. This is going to be, we're going to make a real building. We're gonna we're gonna buy a building and we're gonna. Or it's gonna be at like a local, a small local train station somewhere, like in the display case at the train station. Joey Jeremiah's whole body penis. Joey Jeremiah's whole body (laughs) penis is gonna be a nominee. Oh my god, I love this, love it. What an idea! Every year, new Hall of Fame. So if Emma doesn't get in one year, maybe she get in the next year. Probably not, Mm -hmm. but maybe. So where were we? So. Blue sees that she wrote Gun in the Frost, and mm-hmm. then, and now, I mean, Spinner is... Somehow, yeah. the police arrive, and at I the guess same Blue time... Because I guess Blue told them. At the same time, this is when, like, Hot Peter and Sab are playing rock band, and they're like... <laughs> They're not. They're not practicing for the real band. They're just playing rock band, which dates this also. It's so um, boring. Watch it. Looking at those two oh dunces. Oh my god! And then I was like, "Is this a C story? I can't." Ugh. And they are like worried about Anya and Mia, who were supposed to go to the dot after practice, and then they find out that they didn't. But they go down there. All these people are gathered around with these like hostage police. So when they get the call, <laughs> Sav. And Peter get the call. I'm assuming it's Anya and Mia telling him there's like something going down at the dot. You got to go. And then Sab's like, Anya and Mia are going to go down there after shopping. So it's like, they're not going to break up there. They're going to finish shopping first. Yeah. (laughs) Well, no, no, no. He said that they were, they were supposed to go there. And then I was like, wait, didn't they have cell phones? Oh my God. I totally misread that. So what he was saying is they were going to go there after shopping. They might still yeah. be there. They're the phone so worried call that they're not stuck. Them. Yeah, they're uh, so worried they're stuck there. Yeah, Anya, Savanya, Bananya. Yeah, it, they have so many shopping bags. Sorry, I thought they had Spirit Squad practice or whatever it's called, Power Squad. These motherfuckers love to shop on this show. Let me tell you. Oh my god, Spinner gets shot. It's a mistake. He doesn't mean to shoot him. The no, gun it's goes an off. It's like. Uh, Spinner is trying to unlock the back door and he like drops the keys or something like that. Mm-hmm. And Patrick from Schitt's Creek gets nervous and like accidentally shoots him. 
If we did this podcast just a few years earlier, we wouldn't have even been able to call him Patrick. I know, I know. We'd just be I mean, I know his robber. real name, but like, guys, we're in this for the joke. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Patrick um, from Shit's Creek. They also don't give him a name. PFSC. From, from Lakers. PFSC, Patrick from Shit's Creek. Mm-hmm. Um, so now this is where we get a very unrealistic scenario wherein, but effective in the moment mm-hmm. where Holly, Jacoby Myers Sinclair effectively negotiates with this fucking. <laughs> she knows him from Lakehurst. He knows her. Well, he's uh, like, I, I, if you don't, if you don't fucking, if you try to rat on me after I steal all your money, I'm going to come find you. I know who you are. Holly J. Well, he's pointing a gun in her face. You must not a like large that, gun so. too. A large yeah. gun. But she diffuses the whole situation. She convinces him to like go outside and yeah, he's uh, talking about up. how fucked up his life is and now he messed up again. And she's like, Look, I have two. Mm-hmm. Let's bond over it. Let's I don't want you to get shot. Let's go yeah. outside and Well, because initially he's like, I'm going out with you as my hostage. And he grabs her and like holds the mm-hmm. gun to her head and she's like, dude, you're gonna they will kill you, and I don't want you to die. Mm-hmm. And then so he basically just like goes out and surrenders. It's a lot of like a little anticlimactic for me. Yeah. I could have yeah. done with like a two parter with like more of the stuff, like a dog in day a longer hostage said. situation or something. Yeah. Like a very <laughs> dog of, day. After I really me. want to Attica! know like the chief of the task force who has to do the calls and like his yeah. relationship with Patrick from Shits Creek. I um, could have used a little more of that. <laughs> we really got a bottle episode. Cause here's the thing fucking in the B in this B story, Connor bottle episodes, Casey and Claire, like two times we could have just had Casey and Claire also be in the dot and yeah. bottle episode this whole thing and figured it yeah. all out over two episodes. I would have yeah, loved that. That would have been great, but they I were like, nope, that. we got a movie to do. <laughs> yeah, I would have fucking loved it. We could have put out, oh, my God, how did they not just do a two-parter, Spinner, Holly J, uh, Casey, Claire, Peter, Anya, a Peter, Mia. They could have mm-hmm. figured all this shit out amidst the chaos and burgeoning violence that was about to <laughs> ensue. Mm-hmm. I, should, I should have done this show. But someone should have died and someone should have been injured. Oh, of those six people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If one of them had to die, who would it be for you? Probably Hot Peter. 800%. But then we wouldn't get his meth episode, which I'm looking forward to. I would also pick Hot Peter, but I guess I don't really like have a super attachment to KC either yet. No, and I was annoyed with KC because he's so like mad. Oh, what? Because I have a criminal record? You think I <laughs> stole your pen? Fuck off, dude. <laughs> it's so bad. Probably I oh, I can't wait for Claire Watch cuz I think Claire Watch is going to be in the in the positive today, maybe in the green cuz the KC took over. <laughs> anyway, so she gets about and she's very um as soon as the cops get everybody, she's very quick to say the shooting was an accident. Yeah. So he'll probably I mean, he's going to get in trouble. He shot a guy. Yeah. But, you know, they'll draw armed robbery. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, that probably carries with it a pretty stiff sentence. But what are you going to do? Better than being dead. Yeah. So. Spinner's in the hospital. Jane. Oh, I actually got to tell you something, Rach. Mm hmm. So they're pulling Spinner out on a gurney. Is that what you call Mm -hmm. it? Mm hmm. 
He's got the oxygen mask on. And Jane sees him. And Jane, I got a little choked up. Yeah. I, I didn't, didn't cry. I, I didn't cry. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between getting I know, a little we're choked on, we're up. We're on Rachel Cry Watch. I didn't cry in this I'm episode. I'm surprised. I got a little... I really love Jane. Mm-hmm. And I re- recently learned that the, the show's not going to be kind to Jane coming up, which is annoying me no. already. But um, not yet. So I was very moved by when she saw him and she was like, I'm here, I'm here. Very sad. Very sad. Yeah, yeah. So we cut to the hospital. Jane's the hospital. Spinner's on the mend. He's got a sling. He's all good. Oh, it also... Oh my God. A huge part. In when while she's negotiating with Patrick from Schitt's Creek, Holly J says, mm-hmm. "You think like your life is bad. My life is also yeah. bad. I don't have any more money." Because he was like, "I remember you. You were like yes. rich." And she was like, "I don't have any more money. My father lost all of his money, and I'm in love with this d- dummy behind us who's so obsessed with his girlfriend." But she mm-hmm. thinks she said it quietly enough that Spinner didn't hear it. Yeah. But then when she goes to the hospital to see Spinner. He brings it up and he says he did hear it. And he tells her he's flattered, but that he is, and that he thinks she's great. Spinner's the fucking best. Mm-hmm. But he loves Jane. And what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Could be a worse life. Having these two and he also says to her that like a lot of other people would feel the same way that he mm-hmm. does about her if she just let them in. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's true. It is true. She She's didn't great. tell she didn't tell Blue Cantrell about her money problems back when he bought those Pink Floyd tickets or Led Zeppelin tickets. I can never remember who it's it Pink is. It's Pink Floyd. Led <laughs> Zeppelin. I mean, Led's I, I guess yeah, I guess I associate the two of them. No, but I mean, I feel I, I mean, I don't know that either of them were playing shows at that point, but I guess. No. There's a I went to Neiman Marcus on the shopping spree. That's what <laughs> Blue said. So she goes, she goes to, uh, when she goes to see Spinner, she brings a sunflower with her and then Artie is like talking shit about Spinner. She's like, I don't know why I brought this. You're, it's going to die in a few days because you're not yeah. going to water it. Yeah. I actually like, I love Jane. I love Jane and Spinner, but Holly J and Spinner kind of make a little bit of sense. They do. Yeah. As sparring partners. I could see it. I could see it. As a kind of like Catherine Hepburn and Spencer Tracy sort of like, bah, 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 like. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it. I was like not mad about it. I was like, I don't want to see Spinner and Jane break up, but I feel like they're just going to, I know they're going to break up soon anyway. So I'm kind of like, Oh, come on. Well, you know, Spinner's got to marry Emma in a whole other season. So, jeez, Deborah. It's my Raymond. Everybody loves Raymond. (laughs) (laughs) Why? What are you doing? Robert. We go to the black and white dance. Everyone's stories wrap up at the black and white dance. Terrible theme. Yes. The black and white dance. But um Holly J shows up. She's not wearing black and white. She's wearing a pink. No, sweater. she's wearing pink. <laughs> good good on her. And then everyone like starts cheering when she walks in. I liked it. Mm-hmm. It's, it. I was a little bit like, I think I would feel overwhelmed, but I think it was good for her. She, she loved it. it. I, I fell for it. I was into mm-hmm. it. They all clapped for Anya Bananya, Savanya Bananya. Mm-hmm. Hot Peter, Mianya, Mianya, Bananya, Mianya, Bananya, yeah, Mianya, Bananya, of course. Yeah, Hot Pianya, Bananya. <laughs> oh, also, P- did you Danny? Hear what that was Pianya. What? Oh, Pianya. Oh, I'm gonna Pianya. Oh yeah. <laughs> I wasn't thinking that when I said it. It's just things that come out of my mouth. 
Danny and his girlfriend, what's her name? I don't remember. Leah. 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 Sloan. Leah. Princess Leia, they had a big, they were all cheering for it. That was great. Mm-hmm. I fell for it. And then she dances with Blue and she tells him about how she couldn't go on that date with him because of not having money. Uh-huh. So this is like making me think that like Blue and Holly J are going to become a thing, but they're not going to become a thing because he's not going to be on the show anymore, right? I mean, I don't think he's gone immediately, but we'll find out. We'll find out in another couple weeks. You know what I was going to say is there are a lot of potential MVDs in this episode Mm -hmm. from my perspective. Did you like this episode? I did. I enjoyed it. I was watching it. I was watching it during my lunch break, so I felt a little bit rushed. Otherwise, I probably would have watched it watched it a second time. Sorry, I just saw Bruce the Moose at the dance next to Shantae. Bruce Bruce the the Moose Moose has has the fit (laughs) of all fits. This guy's killing it. He's got Mm -hmm. like a Guns N' Roses t-shirt, like a tattered uh, Mm -hmm. thing, and then like a suit jacket and a hat. Bruce the Moose, I can't tell. I feel like everybody likes Bruce the Moose, but he's an asshole. Mm-hmm. It also like kind of seemed like he was there with Shantae, and I was like, I know oh, that's no, what no, I, w- I was like no. wondering. I was like, wait a second, I will not abide by this. So the last thing we were saying was that there are a lot of opportun- a lot of MVGs in this episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. So we've got Connor who is mm-hmm. trying to put together his Risk Thursday. Mm-hmm. Which is a, every Thursday, <laughs> he doesn't like his game night being ruined. Yeah, which I don't blame him. <laughs> There's some girl who like has a crush on Connor. And so he's talking about uh, playing risk in media immersion. And this girl's like, Oh, I like risk. And he's just like, obviously it's the best game ever. (laughs) And then continues the conversation. Love Connor. This girl (laughs) looks like she's 10 years old, Mm -hmm. but they do that. I mean, they cast age appropriate actors, but that girl looks so young. So young. She looks like she's 10, literally 10 or 11 years old. Um, so Casey doesn't want to go if Claire is going, Claire doesn't want to go if Casey's going. We talked about this actually a little bit earlier. Yeah. They're still mad at each other from last week. Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, four weeks ago. Drink if you hear a yawn, broomheads. Drink when you hear a yawn. It's okay. I edit most of them out. It was three episodes ago. Okay. So yeah. When when Connor goes and finds out where Casey lives and then right. tells everyone and then Claire gets says something a little judgmental and then Casey thinks that Claire is judging him for everything and they're mad at each other. But it's because they're in like with each other. Mm-hmm. They say this term a number of times in this episode that they're in like with each other. Mm-hmm. So they keep fighting. But it is Connor being like, oh, I'm sorry. Do you think because you lost your pencil, I stole it because I have a police record? Which is <laughs> maybe, like, I don't know. <laughs> maybe you did fucking steal the pencil, you little shit. I just Con- more so meant that someone took my pencil and I need it back. <laughs> so Connor, bless him up and down. Love this guy. Because here's the thing about Connor. Connor mm-hmm. is still harboring feelings for Claire. Yeah. Which we But he also just wants his friends to hang out. Which is like, and also just like, is a nice guy. So Mm -hmm. he puts this thing together where he tells Claire 
that Casey's not coming to risk night and tells Casey that Claire's not coming to risk night. So then they both show up and he locks them. He forces them into a bottle episode and leaves them in the basement. The first time, not much gets resolved. No. And, and Connor comes down, go, and goes, is it fixed yet? After like two minutes. <laughs> His God expectations are amazing. <laughs> so it was not fixed yet. Mm-hmm. And they ultimately, like, there's really not that much more. Then it's the black and white dance. And Claire's like, I don't know, Connor. He's just like mean to me all the time. And that's what Connor's like, because he's in like with you, which I've heard multiple times. Mm-hmm. So then she bottle episodes KC. She uses Connor to help bottle episode KC in mm-hmm. like a, where were they? A boiler room of some sorts. Mm-hmm. And she's Locker like, room. I think Something I know like why. Equipment we, room. I think I know why we always fight because if we didn't fight, we might be doing this. And she goes to kiss him and then KC turns and mm-hmm. rejects the kiss. And then mm-hmm. Claire says, oh, I guess I was wrong. But then KC grabs her and says, no, you weren't wrong. It's kind of romantic. I like this. I was a real sucker for this, to be honest. And then I, I, I was in like with it. I wasn't I love in love it. with it. <laughs> love it. It was like, it was okay, but it didn't quite, I feel like it needed some more time like it wasn't yeah it was a little short shifted on like scenes and i felt like it didn't give me enough this felt like also an a story like it should have been an a story yeah. in another episode yeah. because there has been a lot writing on this potential relationship so mm-hmm. in a sense it has been building over mm-hmm. the season but it's mm-hmm. been a couple episodes so we've sort of forgotten about it a little bit mm-hmm. but ultimately that scene in the locker room when she's, he's like, no, you weren't wrong. And then they kiss and then they kiss again. It's very, mm-hmm. and it's like very sweet. And then it they is. come out and they're holding hands and Connor's happy. And then mm-hmm. Connor dances with the cute 10 year old who wants to dance with him as well. It's all very mm-hmm. cute. It was very sweet. There's not really much more to it than that, right? Yeah, that's really it. Um, We don't know who this girl is that likes Connor yet. She's never going to be on the show again. <laughs> probably not <laughs> we'll find out mm-hmm. are you liking Sav's longer hair yeah yeah SAV remember you said remember back in the in the home improvement days the people would say JTT is H-O-T Jonathan Taylor Thomas mm-hmm. JTT is H-O-T SAV is H-O-T mm-hmm. without true. question SAV is H-O-T um <laughs> Claire watch Rach. What are you thinking? Where are you, where are you leaning to the, where are you leaning this week? You know, it's funny that for me, this is like much more Holly J watch than Claire watch. Oh, but you, we like Holly J I think. Yeah. But you know, used to hate Holly J. Yeah. But you can, you last week said that Holly J was the best character on the show. So I know yeah, where you stand. Most on interesting. You said yeah. she's the best actor, Charlotte Arnold. That's the only reason I know her name is because you said it last week. <laughs> So I know where you stand on Holly J. I want to know where you're feeling. Where's the where's the ticking on Claire this week? I felt a little annoyed by Claire this yeah, week. Yeah, I figured as much. But mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. I thought you were gonna end up more in the green than the red on Claire this week. 
It was more like a neutral, I would say, like, and not a dislike, but not really a like either. I don't know. I just, she had kind of annoying lines. <laughs> I'm not saying you stole my pencil because you have a criminal record. It's just, that's it's funny. Just like, <laughs> I thought, I loved it. I thought KC was more annoying than Claire. She, he was, yeah. He was very annoying. Casey, I liked his ska check uh, thing. I did too. His hat, the hat that he was wearing. (laughs) Yeah, this black and white. He's got so many of those damn hats. Do they get custom made for heaven's sakes? I can't wear. Where do you find those things? I mean, I know in the show that they used to wear a lot of their own clothes, and I kind of wonder how much of them are still their own clothes. Casey and Claire, to me, are a very natural and good pair. They seem Mm -hmm. perfect for each other. Um, they, I think they they balance each other out in a nice way. Yeah, and in all degrees, they are they are they are very much simpatico to me. Mm-hmm. So I like them. I'm happy they're together. Good for them. Claire, watch for me. Not that it matters. Is I love her. She's the best character on the show, and I'm gonna go to my dying grave saying that, no matter what I think. Wow, wow. I told you, I'm never going to come off of the Claire train. I ha- I've wow. I've stuck to it. Now, no matter what happens, I have to be on it. You're on Claire? Claire no, I'm watch? just kidding. Claire was fine. I find that because Claire is such a divisive character, it's fun to like see where we mm-hmm. stand every week with Claire. Yeah. I mean, she's no Ashley as far as like fan hatred. Are you sure? I don't know. I think she is. I feel like I feel like there's not a lot of people who stand up for Ashley though, because <laughs> Ashley sucks. Rachel, like just in, she, she sucks. <laughs> what did What did Jason say about Ashley? <laughs> he like my friend, my a friend of mine and his husband. Well, his husband is my best friend my whole life since growing up. He has, of course, watched Degrassi: The Next Generation. Jason, who is my best friend's husband, is older and therefore is like a OG Degrassi fan but never watched The Next Generation. So now he is watching The Next Generation. And he did text me to tell me that he liked Ashley, which I, which he knew was wrong. Like, he knew. He was like, yeah. I know I'm not supposed to like this character, but this is a character I like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, you're right. She sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Claire is fine. She's just... I'm so much... I'm, I just love that she's not in that fucking uniform anymore. Yeah, it's much better. It's much better. Like wh- she does wear like a very prissy white dress to this black and white dance, though. I'm going to be honest. I can't even, for the life of me, think of what any single person wore to that, except for Bruce the Moose. And and Casey with his Scott check. Uh, oh, yeah, jacket. yeah, yeah. That's right. Casey. And because Holly Jacoby and Myers Sinclair did not wear white. Yeah. Uh, Blue Cantrell just seems to either wear white or black shirts with like his terrible necklace and it's like buttoned open a little bit so that you can see it. Did we even say that Holly J and Blue Cantrell danced at the end of the yeah, fucking? Oh, I we did. did. We mm-hmm. did. Okay. Because they're going to like, it seems like they're going to. Oh, yeah. Because I was like, they're going to be a thing. I don't even know if he's coming back. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you really want to get buck wild, just go back and hit him up style and put your real hand in a silhouette of a hand on the screen in your school. It's blue because that's what he did in the, in the uh, beginning. So, Rachel. Yes, Patrick from Schitt's Creek. <laughs> I wish. I wish I was Patrick from Schitt's Creek. I'd be successful. 
these episodes that we watch the show to the next show. I wonder generation. if we could have gotten him on for this episode. I wonder how big he is. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen him in much since, but he didn't win an Emmy. You know, he didn't get nominated for an Emmy. No. I always feel bad for like um, Stevie, who's such yeah. an integral part of that show. But and like a really good actor. Really too. great. But like never got any sort of like personal acknowledgement from like any awards group or anything. I'm sure she yeah. was just happy to be on the show, but at the same time, let's, I mean, they could have given her a golden globe yesterday for all we know. Yeah, that is true. Who knows what happened at the golden globe? It's just like, I don't know. If achievement. Really <laughs> Emily Hampshire for fucking Schitt's Creek. Stevie <laughs> for Stevie from Schitt's Creek. We rate these episodes on a scale of how much they go there on a scale of one to 10, because the tagline mm-hmm. when it was on the noggin channel was it mm-hmm. goes there. I don't know if it was still that at this point, but we're still, we're still doing this. We're going to mm-hmm. do this until we're dead. Um, so mm-hmm. Rach. Yes. On a scale of one to 10, how much do you think that episode 818 danger zone went there? Well, they named it danger zone and there's a shooting in it. So you would think that it goes there a lot. Right now on my screen as I'm watching this again is Peter and Sav playing rock band yeah. in Peter's apartment. Um, there's something about it that doesn't feel very going there, though, at the same time. I can't have a hard time describing it. Um, I feel like they don't build up the drama. It's more so like it just happens. Yeah, it should have been a two-parter. It should have been a two-parter, and it should have been a little bit more dramatic, but I was happy to see some something interesting happen in an episode. You were happy to see a ones... boy be shot, right? I was. <laughs> Spinner deserved it. I guess he's not no. a boy. He is a man now. He is a Best man. adult, as Sandy said. <laughs> um, but I I don't know. It's I, I didn't write down anything to start with because I was like, I'm not really sure. It's like high, but how high is it? It's not a 10. No, a 10. Jesus Christ. Is it a 7? Oh, that's great. Is that even know. too high? It might just be a 6, to be honest. I mean, a, ch- a, a, a teenager was shot in this episode. A but the problem shot. is, is that the show has already done shooting yeah. in a much more... Big. And a much more, I mean, I mean, like, think about watching Rick stalk through the halls. Like, it's frightening. Totally. This was kind of like, here's this deadbeat, Patrick from Schitt's Creek, who's so lovable. But I will <laughs> say. In his painter's cap. Had he not been Patrick from Schitt's Creek to us, he may have felt a little more menacing. Because he was, like, it, it was scary. Yeah. Yeah, but he still wasn't that menacing of a character. He seemed more like, as he described himself to Holly J, kind of a fuck up. Like, <laughs> I thought he was a little scary, to be honest. When he was, when Spinner took the bat out and was like going to yeah. go for him, and I was like, yeah. oh no! Like, I think the fact that we know mm-hmm. he's sweet Patrick from Shit's Creek in retrospect—it's kind of like how JT just gets stabbed by that kid from Lakehurst, and I'm just like, man, these Lakehurst kids—they're real baddies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Yeah, I. I guess I want to say a seven. Six feels too low, but eight feels too high. Yeah, I think so too. I think a seven is right exactly where it is. It. Mm-hmm. I don't feel the drama that like Hot Peter is feeling about no. Mia maybe Fuck being Hot in Peter. there. I don't feel I any of that. I'm back to hating Hot Peter. Yeah. Um, and then the B story doesn't. It's not. There's no weight to it. So. No, it's cute. It's a sweet B story. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, six or a seven. It's hard to like rate 
an episode where a person is shot low, but he also like is fine. Mm-hmm. But he still has a bullet inside of him. So I'm going to say seven. It might have gone through him. We don't know. Right. Good point. Fair mm-hmm. point. I'm going to yeah, say no. a seven, but it's like a, it's a weak seven. Yeah, it is. It is. It's almost a six. Like at no point watching this episode. For an episode called Danger Zone. (laughs) At no point watching this episode did I think Spinner was going to die. I mean, maybe it's as threatening as like Kenny Loggins is. Which is not very threatening. It's more threatening than Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins is not threatening in any... Jim Mm -hmm. Messina, on the other hand. Yeah, that's something to question. This guy will fucking cut your toes off. What? Six. What did I say? Seven? Seven. Seven. All right, Patrick from Schitt's Creek. Mm-hmm. In this episode, you get to highlight someone. It might be Patrick from Schitt's Creek. I don't know. There were a lot of people in this episode that were great, and you get to choose one of them, and you get to say, you know what? This person is going to get a gold star today. They are the most valuable Degrassian, and I want to let them stand in the spotlight and maybe give a little speech. So who in this episode, episode 818, The Danger Zone, uh is that person? I think we're going to have the same person. Probably, unless yours is Patrick from Shit's Creek. No, it's not. But I want to give a shout out to Connor because the big thing mm-hmm. for me about Connor is he he has feelings. Back. Oh my God, the ghost. One o'clock, <laughs> the ghost is out. Rachel has a ghost in her fucking uh, light. I also think these sconces look like faces because they have the two sl- like slots. Looks like Rod it. Stewart and the faces. Do they look, is that what you're talking about? Like, they look like... <laughs> yes. um, shout out to Connor who puts aside his romantic feelings for Claire for mm-hmm. the betterment of his friends. It's not an easy thing to do. I really appreciate it. I love Connor. Connor is really, I'm excited to get into these characters more. I really yeah. like Connor. I don't know, is he going to be not long for this world? I don't know, but I love him. As of right mm-hmm. now, I love him. But the MVD of the episode is Holly Jacoby and Myers Sinclair. She opens herself mm-hmm. up to be more vulnerable. She diffuses the situation using said vulnerability in a lot of ways to mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. Um, she gets a standing ovation at the Black and White Dance, which is 100% deserved. She loves Spinner, which... I get it, girl. Me too. Mm-hmm. Uh, just up and down. <laughs> this is a this is a great Holly J episode. Really, really coming into her own and forging ahead to become one of the best characters on the show. Mm-hmm. What about you, Rach? Holly J for me as well. For all the reasons no that question. you mentioned, Ghost agrees also. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, she's just as a character evolving so much mm-hmm. in a believable way. Yeah. And it's in, in a, yeah, a way that I'm like, Oh, I want to see more of it too. I want to see her. She's my, she's like my, absolutely my favorite of the later characters. Yeah. I was just thinking as I like watched this episode for the third time today in the background, how unfortunate it was that they transitioned the characters the way they did because like the opening credits for this just have so fucking many people in it. And so I don't even watch them. So many people barely get storylines and it's like kind of a waste. Like they could have really cut down on some of those characters. 
Yeah, I don't even look up when the credits go. I don't skip them because I don't think you can on Tubi. Mm-hmm. But I like take it as a moment to like take a breath, not watch the show. Yeah. Um, which wherein like the theme song and the open used to be like my favorite part of the show. Agreed, and it's um, not great now. Yeah, I know. It's like, um, what's that other football player who's friends with Riley uh, Peter? He's in there. Blue Cantrell is in there. Leia's the in there. Shantae is Zavitz. in there. She hasn't even had, yeah, neither, none of these people have had. Well, Shantae, I'm okay with. Yeah, but I'm like, half these people have had one important storyline and the other ones are all just like supporting characters to other people's mm-hmm. stories. The first fucking, well, I think the first person is like Claire, maybe. I don't know who it is. But the second people are the college years. No, Claire's later on. Like, she comes with the the grade niners. So who's the first person? Hot Peter? Jamie Johnson? It might Mia? be. It Mia had Mia been Hot Peter at some point. Let me go back. But the second people are the college Emma years, Manny, yeah. Liberty. I don't even think. Is Liberty even? Yeah, Liberty and. Mm-hmm. Kelly. What's his name? Kelly. All I have to say is. Whatever it takes and I'm going to make it through. He cheated on me, and that's for that now. Oh, if you man want to get buck wild, just go back and hit him up style. Get your hands on his cash and span it to the last time yeah. for all the hard times. Oh, it's it's hot Peter, <gasps> and then it's the collagers. Goes. Yeah, it's crazy. From the crib to the ride to the clothes. And they still, we've made it through an entire season, and they still haven't told us about the anti-grapevine. Oh, but it comes up. Spinner does mm-hmm. say, that's a very funny moment where Spinner's like, according to the anti-grapevine, Holly J, but it doesn't like say Holly J. It's like a blind item. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like By Shantae with a beret. <laughs> Shantae with a beret. It's so God bless. weird to me because like we are, I mean, essentially other than this movie, we are done this season. And we're going to get mm-hmm. all of our old favorites back in this movie. And this also should be pointed out. Yes, this is the season finale, and it's very clear. They make it very clear that it's winter break. Yeah, so it's, it's another half so season. So all of the hemming and hawing last week about why they were telling these people 11th grade is the most important year is because they still have most of 11th grade yeah. to contend with. So they are all 11th graders. I realize yeah. that. Or as they say, grade 11ers. Yeah. This is these weird half seasons really throw me from the crib to the red to the clothes. Yeah. But now, now we're settled. We know mm-hmm. where we're at. Mm-hmm. We're going to start, but we're going to start season nine. Mm-hmm. I can't believe you've been doing this for so long. God bless us. I know. I know. God bless us, everyone. <laughs> All right. Little, God little bless Patrick you. from Schitt's Creek. God bless you for putting up with me every week. Tiny Patrick. All of the characters have come on this show. <laughs> Follow us at SparklesBaz28 on Instagram. Go to the Facebook page and the Facebook group. Facebook group's been a little quiet lately, but we've also been a little quiet. So we can start mm-hmm. we can start getting back in there. Mm-hmm. For sure. And please, if you want to support the show, keep the lights on. Mm-hmm. The best way to do that is to head to Patreon, patreon.com slash deep with three E's, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, we do a lot of stuff. We have a lot of fun. We're about to unveil. We, some of us had a secret Santa. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. We do a monthly a Zoom. We do bonus episodes. We do a monthly Zoom. That's it, really. Every so often we do something else fun. 
Yeah, we try to keep it going. We try to keep it fun. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's one of the things I love the most. So if you're uh, interested, get on over there on the Patreon and mm-hmm. and, uh, and and keep us going. Um, but we love you, broomheads. We love you, dope monkeys. Mm-hmm. Living it up. We do. And thanks, as always, for listening as we've made it through essentially another season. Oh, God, yeah. We're going to well, be wrapping like- it up. I mean, I I am, even though I know the movie's like separated, they're still, it's still season eight. I'm counting it. And then yearbook. I know. And then we're done. Then just another 10 years of doing this. Yeah, we're going to do this until until we're 65. Mm-hmm. Like, Dan, like Bob, Bob Saget. Saget. Rest die. in peace. Paradise City. So we're going to do Guns N' Roses. Have we done gun? Okay, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Bye, broomheads. We love you. Bye. Oh, broomheads. We forgot one thing. We are... <laughs> We are not going to have a new episode next week. Um, we're yeah. going to be taking one week off, and then we'll be back with the movie. Yeah, we're going to take a week off to steal ourselves for the four. four yeah, it's a four-parter. It's a lot of a lot of episodes. So it's a four-parter. So we're going to take a week off to fully digest the four-parter, and then we will be back on mm-hmm. January whatever that day is. Twenty-eight. So. 28th, baby, with the movie. January 28th with the fucking movie. You're going to mm-hmm. love it. It's going to be a fun weekend of for you because I'm sure that we're going to talk for 17 hours about this hour, 20-minute movie. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll have a lot to say. I'm All very right. excited for Degrassi to go to Hollywood. <laughs> Later, broomheads. Bye.